Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to Crazy Talk, where we talk about crazy shit, okay? And we have a great time doing it. So thank you guys for being here with us with our very first holiday special. Ah. With this episode, we're going to dive into a new Christmas movie that we both recently watched on Hulu. We're going to talk about some of our favorite holiday music. Yes, and we are coming to you all from Zoom dot us dot com yes we are doing what we can during these turbulent times during this pandemic to really have some fun together and hopefully give you all some content that you all really enjoy so let's go ahead and get started with this movie review go ahead and tell them what movie we watched Kajim. okay so the movie that we both watched is called happiest season and it stars kristen stewart and mackenzie davis so in the movie, Harper spontaneously invites abby to celebrate the holiday season with her family in their hometown Abby sees that this is the perfect opportunity to not only introduce herself to Harper's parents, but to propose to her on Christmas morning. However, on the way to the Caldwell's house, Harper reveals that she actually lied to Abby about coming out to her parents. And she fears that she doesn't really want to ruin her father's campaign to become mayor. So she really wants to come out to her parents after Christmas. So she asks Abby, you know, can you please pretend to be my straight orphan roommate for the holiday, you know, which Abby replies, sure, I guess. So the big, big portion of the movie, the main coup de gras is this annual Christmas Eve party that Harper's parents throw. And at this point, Abby is sick and tired of her situation and she's called a complaint to her friend Jonathan about it. And Jonathan unannounced just shows up and Abby is so relieved. And Harper sees this and Harper is begging Abby to stay and they're about to share a kiss and they're about to make up. And then Harper's sister Sloan sees them sharing this intimate moment and is about to go snitch to her parents that she's a lesbian. But little did we know that Sloan had a secret of her own that her and her husband, Eric, are about to have a divorce. So the sisters end up getting in a public fight and Sloan reveals in front of everybody that Harper's a lesbian and Harper denies it immediately. And you know, after all this happened, it was a big ordeal. She realizes that she really just doesn't want to hurt anyone because of her sexuality anymore because she already hurt Riley and she she doesn't want to lose Abby. So she finally admits to her parents that she is actually, you know, a lesbian and that's okay. And seeing this, you know, this inspires Sloane to reel to everyone about her secret. And even Jane, she was like, I'm getting tired. Y'all neglected me all these years. I do matter. So Harper goes after Abby to apologize and confess to her that she truly loves her and she's moved by this. They actually reconnect and they, this is like a good thing. And they forgive each other and they share this intimate kiss. And in typical movie fashion, they fast forward a year later and we see Abby and Harper are now engaged. Jane has become a best-selling author and she has this fantasy novel called The Shadow Dreamers. And Harper's father won the mayoral election and the family goes out to a cinema to see It's a Wonderful Life. And as the movie starts, Abby and Harper smile at each other lovingly. Credit. And that's the ending of the movie. And it was a good movie, honey. I would say... If we can rate this movie now, I will personally rate it five out of five stars. I thought it was wonderful. Oh, absolutely. It, I, yeah. Well, I think I would give it like a 4.63. Okay. I see that. Like, yeah, because it it has a few things that it could fix. Yeah. But I, overall, yeah. We took some notes up during the movie. Yeah, let's pull up some notes. Let me, let me tell y'all why I don't think it should get a full five, but I think it was huh. really, I wrote yeah, down. mine too. I wrote on down and I quote, this kumbaya came a little quick, CBH. I thought that too, yeah. So by that, what I mean is that 
this whole fiasco, mind you, this, remember we talked about this whole, you know, uh, ruining the party. The sisters got into this big fight. This was embarrassing, purely embarrassing. embarrassing. These are grown women. They were, I'm sorry, it was yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. And all I, this embar- I, public embarrassment I mean, just happened to be family yeah. that's known to want a perfect image. And then they tell all this and then the parents are just like, you know, we're not perfect. And then it's, it's just all mm-hmm. is better. It's just that, all is good. And I'll like, when we say it was a fight, honey, no, baby. They were, they ruined Jane's painting. Yes. They were fist fighting. The tree knocked tree down. Tree knocked, knocked down. Not even, not even just ruined Jane's painting. Harper smashed Jane's painting over Sloan's head. Yes. Like in front of all the guests in the main Girl, room. Girl, when I tell you, I everybody was shook. Everybody said like this. If you look at everybody's reaction, it was just so funny. They were all everybody acting. was yes. acting. They I, were acting sh- in this movie was phenomenal. I'm sorry. We had to give credit where it's due. Oh, now that's why this movie is yeah. still in the four point, whatever. Because the acting was amazing, especially Harper. Harper was such a good actress. There's a moment yeah. where, you know, where Abby was about to leave, and Abby was just like, I'm sorry, I'm done. And the pa- camera pans to Harper. Harper doesn't say a word. And you can see every thought, emotion, just on her face. It was just amazing. I it was, was taken aback. It was just so, so, so good. And honestly, the movie, <laughs> there's just so many comedic aspects that I love. It was, it was. A- a- Abigail's best friend, Jonathan, he was so funny. There's this whole bit <laughs> with him and the <laughs> and her him pet singing for Abby and Harper. And, you know, he kills the fish. And he, it's just yeah. so funny. It was and so the, funny. And, sorry, Harper's mother is Hilarious. hilarious honey can we talk about it was at the beginning right she was like you know harper and abby they were like they wanted to sleep in the same room harper's mom she was like why would i ask the two grown women to share the same bed yeah <laughs> i'm sorry yeah there's another there's another point in the movie where uh abby's walking <laughs> off and then her mom turns to harper and goes she's very heavy footed and she just said she was like heavy footed she was, it was a hand for me. It was truly the I hand. I said, yikes. And then, I'm like, this family's shady. Mind you, uh, Abigail shook hands with Sloan's, you know, husband, Eric. Yeah. And he goes, low coconut oil will uh, moisturize that right up. I said, can you imagine meeting somebody for the first time? Right. And that to you is, I wouldn't know what to do. Honey, I, I would. I, oh, but like, honestly, thinking about it, honey, they, for somebody to be a family guest, they treated Abby like dog shit. They like, low-key treated her like dog, dog shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they one did, thing I can did. say, I'm going to give credit to Kristen Stewart because throughout, she clearly, you know, she she loves playing a character that seems like emo. She has that emo persona, but like, honestly, the way the well-written Abby was, the way she was written was 10 times better than, you know, I didn't want to bring up her past with Twilight. But <laughs> it was very much more dynamics with her emotions. Mm-hmm. And like, you could really see that like, she was trying to be a good girlfriend and like be there for um, Harper and like, okay, I'm gonna do this for you, but like, just know like this is not good for my mental health. Yeah, but, like, you can and see it was yeah. taking a toll on her. It really was. Yeah, while we were watching it, I was like, I was like, Kajin, can you imagine being in this situation? That like, part. I was just thinking, I was just, I can't imagine, you know, just having to yeah. try to hide that, and you know, be I, treated I know like, I wouldn't be basically able to. treated like basically treated like dirt. Hoo hoo, caca. Like for example, at the when they all went to dinner as a family and Abigail yeah. came along, obviously. Mind you, uh Harper's mom, without Harper knowing, invited her ex-boyfriend to the dinner. And then there were too many chairs for everybody. So then they brought Abigail a child seat. 
<laughs> and they're at this nice restaurant. Everybody's sitting, and then there's Harp, not Harper. There's Abigail Abby, yeah. in this child seat, and they was just they didn't care. They did not care mm-hmm. at all. I'm sorry. Some memorable quotes. <laughs> that it was definitely the um. Oh my gosh. So Abby was trying to sneak into Harper's room one time during the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a fiasco. She just got caught. You know, Abby was sleeping on the fl- on the base floor and Harper was upstairs. So Abby was trying to sneak up the stairs and then Harper's mom came down the stairs as Abby was about to go up. So Abby went and hid in the uh, broom closet and the little Roomba went off. Things started yeah. going on. Uh, Harper's mom opened the door and she goes, Abby, what are you doing in the closet? And I just said, y'all are so on the nose for this. Yeah, they were, they were very much trying to be very yeah. ironic. Ironic. Yeah. It was good. But I, I think, it was good. I think, yeah, I think overall, this movie is something that I feel like a lot of people should watch. Yeah, because honestly, the pacing was really good. Like, it was yeah. not slow. I didn't get bored in the slightest. It, at all and like every part like it helped the plot it didn't like it was nothing was too much nothing was too little yeah because like even with riley if we like honestly if we didn't have riley we wouldn't get i feel like that climax wouldn't have happened in that dramatic way because we found out you know riley and harper were partners in high school but it was like a secret thing and riley they exposed my girl riley and harper was like child i ain't gay that she just obsessed with me Yes. And that really broke Har- Riley. That like mm-hmm. she was bullied. Then, yeah, she was it. bullied. They said she said mm-hmm. she was bullied all throughout yes. high school. And imagine you hearing that your partner that you're about to propose to really did this to another person, and it was like, is this the person? Like Riley? Is she, I mean, not Riley. Abby was really going through the same. Like, do I really know Harper? Like, do I really actually know who I'm about yes. to propose to? And here's what's the kicker about this all. The fact that Riley and Abigail went out to dinner and Riley told Abby this. Mm-hmm. And then at this party, which was about like within like the next day or so, mm-hmm. uh, Harper denies that she's gay in front of everybody again. And you see your girlfriend do this. Like, mind you, she's out in front of everybody and Abby is watching her. Everybody is watching Harper. And she's like, what? I'm not gay. I'm not. And I just could you could just see the heartbreak on Abigail. I feel so. I'm sorry, but girl, that almost made me cry. Yes, it was just too I much. Was, it was just too much. It was, oh, it was just that, that the climax yeah. was just, it was just so much. It was very warranted. Just imagine being in such a public space. Your parents are these public, you know, really, you know, wealthy people who have a lot yeah. of prestige. And all of that just goes down at one time. It was just literally, it was, just it was too much. And like, one thing I wanted to bring up too. Although honestly, the dad was the main reason why all this happened. I always I felt like he was a background character because we only oh. saw him really at the beginning and the end. We didn't really oh, see him 100%. in between. Yeah, the mom was very much the the forefront of the yeah. that, you know that environment they created. Yeah. Would she be considered like kind of like a foil in a way? Because she was hmm. kind of like would she be considered like she was kind of because like she was always like and. And they would how how her mom was acting. I thought she knew the whole time because she was very much throwing like subtle jabs at um Harper, not Harper, Abby. And it was like I remember that other time. Um, so Salone has two kids, and to make a long story short, she got Abby got stuck with the two kids at the mall, and those little brats. I'm sorry, I'm gonna call them brats because they, they were just conniving what they did. Oh, oh they slipped, they slipped an expensive necklace into Harper's. Not Harper, girl. Abby's bag, and the girl got in trouble for it. Like they thought she was stealing. And yeah. let me tell you about Harper's petty mom. 
she was <laughs> the brooch. <laughs> the brooch. She was like, um, so uh, she walked up to Abby. So, you know, I'm missing, you know, I've been looking for my brooch. You know, she's a little expensive and pretty. And I, you know, I wouldn't be mad if someone placed it back on my dresser. You know, I wouldn't say anything. We're just gonna, I'm just gonna be like, okay, cool, I found it. We're not gonna say anything about it. Honey, I'm sorry, that's, first of all, that's bad bitch energy. Yes. Two, that's petty. That petty. is so petty. petty. So, 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 so shady. <laughs> and I do this all the time, Abigail, because, and I think the sad thing is because Harper was mm-hmm. hiding, well, Harper gave a really good quote. She was like, I'm not hiding you, I'm hiding me. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, she was definitely hiding both of them. Yeah, I but, feel like in exactly. because they're a couple, like Suhart, if you're a couple, you're a part of that person. Because you're hiding you, you're hiding her. Exactly. That's, no, that's exactly. not, no. And there's, and you're not going to treat someone who's your, well, sadly, well, let's say this family wouldn't treat somebody yeah. who's their child's romantic interest yeah. than, you know, a random orphan roommate that they've deemed her now. And so they, really, they treated her like chopped liver, they to did. be very honest. Which is really unfortunate, but you know, eventually, you know, things turned around. And that's why another thing I loved about the movie mm-hmm. is once all of that broke down and all of, their, all of their children were admitting to them, like, oh, I'm this and this, this has happened, and yeah. I feel this and this. The dad went off to his office, the mom followed. I thought they were about to be like, well, what do we do now? And the mom just goes, that part. she starts admitting things she's done. She's like, we're not perfect. Look at us, our kids can't even tell us the truth. And it was just mm-hmm. so heartbreaking, heartwarming at the same time yeah. to really see a humanity to these characters. We had not yeah. seen any humanity in at all for this whole movie. All there and was, appearance, yeah. appearance, appearance, appearance. Ooh, Harper, ooh, this and this, do this. Oh, come do this for me. And then you just really get to see them as people. Yeah. And like, you can tell like they were growing up in like this toxic situation because while Jane was being neglected the whole time, Harper and um, Sloan, they were like all constantly battling to see who is a perfect child. Like it was this yeah. very like back and forth thing. Like that's why like when they found out about each other's secrets, they wanted to out each other because they said, no, you're not yeah. perfect. It was just a lot. And like one thing I noticed too, what I've noticed like throughout the movie, every single character it showed was not perfect because even the woman, you know, for the dad that was supposed to be like the donor, she met her new boyfriend on Bumble. Not just Bumble, honey. This woman's probably like late 40s, early 50s. I don't know her age, but we're going to say that's how old she is. And her her new boyfriend is clearly probably like late 20s, early 20s. He is not near her same age at all. And like, although it's like age is nothing but a number, you know, if you're both, you know, adults, you know, of course, you know, like date whoever you want. But that would still be, should be considered taboo if like, if somebody is a different gender yeah. and a sexuality and you like that if that's taboo why not dating somebody sweetheart you're a cougar you're being a cougar i'm pretty sure that's taboo but it showed how like everybody isn't perfect i would say i would say i agree with you just for this family's little box like this yeah. world of politicians had made yeah. of how everything has to be perfect and you have to really follow every single rule like that anything anything moderately deviant from the normal path mm-hmm. is bad for them so any 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 sort of you know difference that these people had in life like yeah. such as that such as such as that such as being gay such as having children who do xyz yeah it was considered bad all around and girl i can't lie i'm shook i'm shook that um imagine like they didn't say anything about this because i'm glad they didn't bring race up but i'm shook imagine like what we didn't see about what the parents reacted when they found out sloan was with Aaron. dating a black man oh yes 
I don't even know. I don't even know how it. Child, imagine. See, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't add race onto the yeah. fact. That was. Because I thought that was really good. Been too yeah. Much yeah. But it would have been too politically. It would have been too PC. Yeah. It, it was. It's already too political. I feel. Yeah. If it would have. I don't that. think it was political though, because they. See, they I, didn't I, word, like, I worded. I worded that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because like, if you think about it, one thing I liked about this movie, like, because a lot of times with a lot of newer movies, when they try to be more inclusive. They, instead of showing us, they tell us. Like, don't tell us that you're trying to be politically, not politically, but like inclusive, but like a lot of times they're too aggressive about it. Instead of being like, like say, yeah, yeah, we're a, a gay couple or like, they're just like, we're a couple. And like, the only reason why this was brought up wasn't because of the simple fact that Harper just didn't tell her parents that she was gay. That's literally the only reason why yeah. them being a gay couple was brought up. Like they didn't, they didn't, even like the best friend Jonathan, he's gay, but that was never his sexuality was technically never brought up. You just, uh, yeah. Well, we don't know if he is gay. He could be bi. Yes, we do. Well, he could be bi, but he was surely hitting on uh, Harper's ex boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and pretending to be straight. <laughs> the way he talks about straight. Yes, the way he talks about straight people, you know, you yeah. know, he he had a, yeah, some a little sugar in his stomach. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Child. But yes, I think over. I think just overall, if you have not seen this movie, you need to watch please it. go watch it. Yeah, you do please need to go watch, go watch it. It's, it's a really on good Hulu. Movie. It is. It is. It is such a heartwarming movie. Yeah, and they just tell it so realistically. They do. And they. They don't. They don't try to make it taboo. Like mm-hmm. they're not sitting here trying to like throw things in your face. Like I feel like a lot of things, like you were mentioning, like things just tend to do. And they would yeah. just like tell you, tell you, tell you. Yeah. They show you the real life living of this happening to people. Yeah. That's another thing I just really love about this movie. I think it was written super well. It was. And it was written by, um, she's an actress. Cause I remember seeing the actress in another movie. Cause she's a, I think she's a, um, a part of the queer community as well. But I didn't know she was a director, but she did her thing. I'm proud. I'm proud. I think the writing was good. The producing was good. Everything was really good. Who directed Happiest Season on Hulu? Clay Duvall. Is that a woman, right? That's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she wrote it, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I gotta make sure I'm saying that right. Yeah, she, because I remember seeing her, I think she was an actress. I know I'm not crazy. Yeah. So her name is Clay Duvall. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's really pretty. Overall, this was a wonderful movie. I know we both loved it, and I highly recommend this to anybody. It is a wonderful movie to watch. Just the story is just so heartwarming, and I think it's a great movie, especially in these turbulent times. And we're gonna leave the name and the link to the movie in the description. I mean, this is not a sponsor, but who if you want to sponsor us? That part, honey. Hit us up. But because we love this movie so much, we're gonna leave it in the description for you all. So if you want to watch it, just go ahead and click right over. And we will be right back. Back. Yay. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So now we're going to go ahead and get started with some of our music, our favorite holiday music. So for me, I want to first and foremost shout out to Ariana Grande, Mariah Carey, and J-Hood for their little trio of Oh Santa. I thought it was really good. It was honey. 
It was Honey, really good. They ate now, sometimes J Hood, yeah. I felt people people were clowning her because they said she looked a little lost. <laughs> she looked this. Honey, because she was, people people forget that that was Mariah's song, and then yeah. Ariana and Jennifer Hudson were like the backup backup, but like they yeah. were the the featured artists. So Mariah was the main one singing, and Mariah Carey sounded really good. I, I honey, not along with just the song. I really, we really need to, um, after this, we really need to see if we can get into seeing what the whole film is about. Because, honey, production. Production, because yes. she looks snatched. Honey, yes. you saw her body. They all look good. I'm sorry, they looked expensive. They all, they all looked really They looked good. expensive. Yes, and I'm sorry, one of the trendsetting things about mm-hmm. that is what's the, at the end when Mariah and Ariana were harmonizing their whistle tones. That was trending on Twitter, too. That yeah. was iconic. Because, was you know, iconic. there was that whole thing about, you know, Ariana Grande was stealing Mariah's career, yeah. stealing her, her talent, all that yeah. jazz. Which, you know, I'm not going to participate in any of that because Mariah is still, you know, one of the greatest. And she is still She's literally one of the, the queen of Christmas. Literally. All I want for Christmas is you. That is the, I'm sorry, that's the vibe of Christmas. Let's yeah. be real. Let's be real. And, like, even with, like, I enjoyed it, because, you know, you brought that up. If you look at the video, when they started um, harmonizing, Ariana Grande, after they stopped, she started giggling. And, like, it was just so cute to see, because she was, like, laughing when they were doing it. And then she, yes. like, she giggled at the end. That was just so cute to me. Uh, it was just so, It was so, adorable. So, so. It was it was so good. It's one, it's, it's one of my new favorite Christmas yeah. songs. You know, I haven't bumped it too, too much. Yeah. But I would put on the list yeah. of my favorite Christmas songs. And honestly, speaking of Ariana, I think she, uh, Mariah, I mean, this could be because she's coming for her gig. Ariana is the princess of Christmas. Yeah. She has a few popular, like Santa Tell Me. What's that song like? Oh, Santa, Santa Tell Me. That's a popular song, too. Uh-huh. They, oh, I'll see, look. now one of my favorite Ariana Grande songs mm-hmm. for Christmas, Waited This Christmas, got it. Really? What did this Christmas is so good. Ah, uh, you with it? Hey, ah, uh, you. Because like a lot of people I try to here. drop Christmas songs, but like what I've noticed, a lot of modern Christmas songs aren't as popular. Because like mm-hmm. I'm, I remember honestly, girl, I remember hearing, I think Justin. Oh, I don't want to throw other people under the bus. Mistletoe. It's, it's the most beautiful time. I I'm sorry, girl. It was just. I feel like oh, just. Oh, girl. We, I don't want just people fans. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not about to get targeted. Well, well, you can get targeted. It won't be me. <laughs> See, but you know who I really want to bring up about their Christmas, their whole Christmas album. I don't even need to go into specifics about which songs were great. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, Jessie J is one of the most underrated artists she is. of our generation. She can outsing or is on the same level. I'd be shocked if somebody can name me a singer. Yeah, would run Jesse J under the table because I bet they wouldn't run him. She's they a could very have... powerful singer. She's amazing. Her vocal agility. Well, I'm gonna be you know, honest. I think Taylor Swift got her beat. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, living with Jesse J's album, she came out with a Christmas album. I think it was about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it got a lot of acclaim. I remember, I know her songs were on the radio during Christmas time. Also, mm-hmm. let's just break up for a second. All I have to say is the second Christmas music hits, that is all you're going to hear in public. Period. No, the you second other song. Halloween is over. It's Christmas. The second, the second November hits yeah. the air. Somehow, Thanksgiving and um, Christmas is one holiday. They're just on different days. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody <laughs> say. They're the same holiday, just on different yeah. days. Yeah, and one day you get presents, one day you just get a lot of food. Some people Honey, get, that's I mean, a present I mean, to me. My family, yeah, that, <laughs> that part. See, my family, my, I mean, we throw down for Christmas and Thanksgiving. So, oh, I mean, oh, you better know. You better know. You I feel like better. culture people, 
you know, people that tend to like have more culture behind them and, you know, can cook, you know, have a lot of seasonings and like, you know, have certain things, food, certain types of food is just going to be a part of your life. And like food is going to be an aspect. So like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I really like, I know when I get older, I know this is kind of sidetracked, but um, I want to like have like a, create like a tradition or something. Cause like, I feel like, I, I don't know, like what would be like a cutie tradition tradition to start? What would you start with your partner? Like a tradition? Um, Some sort of event we can go to. Okay. Here's the thing, here's the thing. All through high school and even to this day, Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go on a date to the Night of Lights in St. Augustine, Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm for the state in, so it sounds like I don't live there. <laughs> I don't live right near there. <laughs> but I've always wanted to go to the Night of Lights. I always wanted somebody to go to the Night of Lights with. I would start a tradition where I go to see the Night of Lights. Hopefully, you know, next year will be my time, you know. Stay tuned. COVID should be done. I, w- I hope that. Yeah. And hey, and if not, it'll just be the same as the past. If not, it is what it is, honey. Look, you got you got your pretty Christmas tree over there. I see it. I got my tree over here. I got my mm-hmm. fireplace. Um, yeah, my, you got I yours, mean, but you haven't lit yours. It's not really in use. It doesn't really look. I, I, yeah. I'm using the candle. See, it's just like for my fireplace. We because like we have central heating. We don't yeah. really need it, so we just put a little picture above the fireplace so it look like it's on, so it can give a little cute aesthetic. Wow. This is not a green screen, everyone. Both of these are oh. not green screens at all. Oh, these are our excited. homes. Y'all, y'all, y'all to be honest, we worked hard to set this up. We have yeah. been interior designing, trying to figure this out for a minute. And we hope y'all enjoy it. You look do. At it. Look at it, honey. Like, it's pretty. Don't look at this. Don't look at this. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at this. <laughs> This is my home. Okay. Like, if you haven't noticed, like, we tried to even coordinate with our backgrounds too a little. Yes. Bit. Yes. I got on the white. You know, I'm wearing a different green than my my furniture. But I mean, it's but still green, honey. I, I'm a fan. I mean, yeah. I like it. Anyway. But it's you know cutie. what? It's a vibe. But this music. Let me say yeah. something. I, I was talking about Jesse J, but I want to go to something else. I want to talk about the just the classics. Mm-hmm. The oh. classics. You know, uh, what? Let me, let me. What are some of the classics? I know it's a um. That, I remember it's a that song with like the Meister Brothers. I'm Mister Ice. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I don't know how it goes, but like every time I hear that, honey, I already know what's going on. And um, Frosty. I'm sorry, Frosty the Snowman Frost- song. The snowman. Okay, but can we talk about how no? I think was it the original Frosty the Snowman movie when that girl was like trying to save Frosty? My question was, why were her parents not wondering where she was? Honey, you talking about that, honey? We we're gonna talk about, honey. Why were anybody, um, kids, I mean, parents talking about where all these kids are going during the Polar Express? But, well, I'm like, I'm like, I love, I love the magic of the movie. I love the, I love everything about it. But I'm sorry, there is no way these. I'm sorry, these parents were worried, sick. They had to have been. Had to be, unless they didn't. Honey, I think they're like. I'm glad they're gone. I hope they don't come. <laughs> some of them are probably like less presents to give. They, I, mean, I bet they probably went to Walmart that night. I bet you someone locked their door and made sure they didn't come back. <laughs> yes. And they said they, they're locking the door and they're checking it twice. Okay. <laughs> but that, see, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's Santa a, that's Claus not coming to town. I saw um, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bells, Jingle um, Bell Rock, Slay Grandma ride. got hit by a reindeer. Oh my gosh. Now that one is so funny. Grandma got ran right over it. by a reindeer. Santa baby. That one. <laughs> Having a blast. Yes. That's a cutie that's a song. Yes. 
Honestly, I remember, I was, um, sorry, I was watching this video about how Christmas music, how it's like, how it was talking about how like, if you notice, older Christmas songs, they seem timeless. And it's because like, it was this time period where, I remember it was like, before that time period, Christmas songs weren't like that popular. But like, yeah. I think like, around after like the disco period or around that time, it was like Christmas songs like became popular. And it's because the way that they orchestrated and like, you know, I'm not a musical girl. So I don't know how like they set up things, you know, James, he's a musical person. But like, I know how like they set it up. They made it to where it's like, no matter what time period it's played, you don't know when it when it was created. Oh, it's timeless. So like, yeah. It's timeless, so you can always create it. And I feel like that's another reason why a lot of modern songs, it's not, it can't be as popular, but you also, also think too, they're modern. They haven't got time to be out there and become popular. Mm-hmm. What, like, I would honestly, say is, yeah. Yeah. what I would say is a lot of Christmas songs, Nowadays, when they get more modern, they tend mm-hmm. to go to a specific genre. Yeah, it's very I pop. I feel like a lot of those like older, like the classic Christmas songs, mm-hmm. I feel like they're in the genre of Christmas music. And it seems very homey. It's just something about it seems homey. Some of them dip into like, I feel like some of them dip into some jazz, you know, a little bit. But I feel like overall, I feel like they're just Christmas songs. Yeah. So of course, you know, I feel like you'll be able to assign a uh, genre to it. Yeah. But I think overall, they just have a sound of just Christmas. You got the like, sleigh bells yeah. in the back. You know it's done. And like, you I know also that. think too with like older Christmas songs, they just feel more cozy. It's just something that makes you feel like you're about to mm-hmm. get snuggled up against a oh, a good fire and fireplace. Just like drink some hot coffee or hot yes. co- cocoa and, and watch some Polar Express. Honestly, one of my Christmas songs that I really like, even mm-hmm. though you know it's kind of problematic, you know, mm-hmm. baby, it's cold outside. Baby, who is that by? Oh, I can tell you the artist. You know, everybody covers it. Baby, it's cold outside. Can you sing I, a little bit? I more? really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. I'm doing a duet by myself. This really has been so very nice. And my mama will start to hurry. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. You remember this song? Stop. Stop for a second. You remember this song? Nah, I don't remember that. But I can't say. I can't say. You ate that up. You were oh. singing, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Okay, we recorded. I ain't about to be flat or sharp. Trust me. <laughs> Man, I'm about to let these girls clown me. <laughs> that part. Never that. But, like, although like, I, I have to bring up my problematic queen, technically, oh. it, it's not a Christmas song. <laughs> I know you can't say. you can't tell me it's not a winter a December song. And it is called Ice Princess by my good Judy Azalea Banks. And now look, <laughs> let's you know what people always talk about separating the art from the artist. We can talk about that another day, mm-hmm. but right now we just want to talk about the song. Yeah. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there on a non-special yeah. edition of this. Show. <laughs> but <laughs> Ice Princess is Her a talent. I'm sorry, masterpiece. If y'all have not heard Ice Princess by Azalea Banks, what regardless of your opinions of her, you know, yeah. listen or not listen, you know, depending on what you want to do. Of course. Yeah, but if you have any inkling to listen to it, this is me confirming that you should go listen to it. It is a masterpiece lyrically, production-wise, just in Even the way video is up. good. Kind of the <laughs> lyrics. Her, I'm sorry, but like, her her talent. Like, we have the, we used to have this challenge where we would try to our hardest to rap it with her and yes. we would always mess up because 
She it was it's this one moment where she just has like a whole minute of just rapping. She doesn't stop. And it's not like she slows down. It's bar after bar. And mind you, every line and especially like that second verse, every line oh has a different flow. Yes. So you know, like some people like switch the flow and then they go on it for a little bit and then go back to another one a lot of times when they rap. No. Mm. She changed it every line. It's mm-hmm. like dot 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 dot. And the thing and with I, that. If you mess up one word, you better not try to. You're off. You be, yeah, you're off. Cause soon as you mess up that ending, don't try to don't try to catch back up. Wait a second, pause, and then continue. Because if you try yeah, to catch back up, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna fast play yourself yeah. back into the rhythm. You have to you have to pause, wait for the train to come by again, and then hop back on. Cause you're not good. You're not gonna you're not just gonna run to at it. all. And I just again, y'all have to listen to this song. Please listen. So, and listen oh, to like good. listen to all these songs. Matter of fact, what we're going to do, we're going to create a Christmas playlist for you all, and we're going to add all of our favorite songs, and it's going to be called Crazy Talk Christmas Special Playlist. And I want you guys to join us and listen to it. We're going to you know vibe with us and Kiki, you know, enjoy the music, enjoy the songs, enjoy the yeah, holidays. We want y'all. We want y'all to vibe with us. Mm-hmm. We want y'all to be with it this Christmas. That part, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so thank you guys for being here with us today for our very happy holiday special. And we hope you guys have a very special holiday season. Yes, happy holidays. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Big bells. Now.